jam like troops in Pakistan. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man. So all tick-tock and keep ticking. Well, I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co-ed, danger. Deep in the dark with the art to rip the charts apart. The vandal, too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell. What next? Inspector Dex on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax, won't smile. Read, fellas. Damn. Focot 97. Focot 97. <laughs> Yo, this is Reed Fellas, episode 95. 95. We are God five damn. away from the big 100. Whoa. That's exciting, man. I mean, we are close. We are close, guys. It, it took us over five years to get there, and we're not there yet. <laughs> but we are making Trip big moves. Um, hell yeah. Read, fellas. That we're gonna knows. do something. We got to do something special for the for the hundredth episode. I oh, feel like it's got sure. it's got to be big. Um, that's definitely gonna be the episode you don't want to miss. However, I like to live in the now, and I want to <laughs> give you guys right in the now a great episode ninety five. So let's of course stay focused, guys. Okay. <laughs> this is Jordan. We got Jamal. We got Yo. Morgan. Reads all around. <laughs> Let's do this. I don't think the levels are good. They probably, <laughs> the levels need to be adjusted. I'm sure of it. Well, here's the thing. I got a new no. piece of equipment that I'm not using right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about but, that piece of equipment. But I put it underneath the mixer, and when I was doing it, I bumped a lot of knobs. So oh, last God week's perfect, perfect tunage has now been fucking bumped. I got to uh, get it tuned in right and then tell me about this take nice photographs. Tech. Um. This is a, I got a, a DBX. It's just a preamp to okay. add some compression and stuff. I haven't had a time yet to, to play with it, so you're not hearing it on this week's episode. Okay. But uh, it's all it's all part of the, an ongoing improvement to get, uh, to, to make the show that. better, to make just audio recording more fun. <laughs> the joys of, sure. Opening track was Protect Your Neck by the Wu-Tang Clan. The legendary Wu-Tang Clan, me and fucking Morgan, <laughs> we, we watched uh, the Wu-Tang Clan documentary on Showtime. Of Mikes and Men. Of Mikes and Men. Well, that's clever. It's a four-episode Showtime doc about the uh, Wu-Tang Clan. I enjoyed it. Morgan slept through half of it. But... <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was good. I like I I liked getting there. I mean, just the the logistics of having a nine, nine member rap crew. Yeah, and them just being all homies and being like, "Not, nah, we're not fucking throwing anyone under the bus." Members are going to prison. Members are like, <laughs> definitely not as good. <laughs> Members are Chaos. doing lots of different shit. But whenever a record label was like, "Hey, you guys are just too many," like especially when they first started blowing up. They were telling them, you got to get rid of some of the members because just nine is way too many. And they were like, mm -hmm. no can do. <laughs> it's pretty dope. I mean, there's lots of uh, tension in the group over the years when money gets involved. Mm -hmm. And they go through all of it in the documentary of just how come things get weird uh, when you got to split a check nine ways. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Don't how... do business with friends. Well, it's like all of them were really helping somebody boost their own solo career, say Method Man or Raekwon, mm -hmm. and like putting their effort in to help them 
with the idea in mind that they would then in return help them boost their solo careers. And some of them felt that they didn't get that reciprocation. Mm. Word. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a good doc. I like it. Mm. Goes into old dirty bastard. He's very weird. A of course. How many, that's uh, what made him, that's how what many made kids him so does great. he have? He has like 14 I kids or something. Eight. No, he has more than eight. He has a lot more than eight. Oh. He had eight when he said that in the oh, doc. Oh, okay. But he then had more. I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but he had a lot. Anyways. Great fellas. <laughs> how how you doing, Jamal? What do you got going on? I got lots of stuff. This is gonna be, I think, a music heavy episode. Oh, we nice. watched we watched a lot of we we watched like a mishmash we did. of stuff this this past week. Yeah. It wasn't like cohesive, I'd say. No, it was, like, it was definitely what, whatever. erratic, sporadic, uh lots of TV watching, lots of R and R. Lots of R and R. Jamal, what about you? Um, I did. I watched. I watched some some stuff. Uh, I can get. I can get into that. Bring one up. Um, <laughs> I uh, I watched Cafe Society. Oh, okay. Cafe Society. What did you think? I thought it was not very good. I thought a lot of the <laughs> acting was not <laughs> believable. <laughs> I thought I thought everything between Kristen Stewart and spoiler alert Steve Carell was dog shit. Oh, oh yeah, not believe God. like you don't. There's no chemistry there, and it's why no why chemistry, is he bothering? And even just the back and forth yeah. between them and her being like, I quiver. I don't remember what she says, but she says like, "Fucking, I love you," and I quiver at the sight of your <laughs> eyebrows or whatever the fuck she says. And he's like. I just I can't I can't do it. It's just he's very. I mean, yeah. He hasn't. Uh, he he didn't. He's just Michael Scott. You know. I mean, it's you know, it's. I haven't seen Foxcatcher, but I hear he disappears into that role. Um. Oh, so you're you're saying that you haven't been impressed by anything Steve Carell has done in the drama? No, world. no, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, I liked him in uh the the big short. Uh, the big short. Yeah, I liked him in the big short. He's fine. Um, I usually do. I usually like Steve Carell, but what I about a uh, Little Miss Sunshine? Performance was just weird. <laughs> I like him in Little Miss Sunshine, but his performance in this movie is odd. It's almost <laughs> but, like he doesn't give a shit. No, the best thing about this movie is a movie. The best thing about this movie is its look. It looks for sure. oh for sure for sure yeah. yeah yeah. And I don't buy yeah. The thing is, is I just don't buy any of the relationships. Of I don't course. buy. I mean. Jesse Eisenberg with Kristen Stewart. I don't buy. Batman definitely don't buy him with Blake Lively. Jesse Eisenberg. Batman v Superman's Jesse Eisenberg. Um, I don't buy him with Blake Lively. I don't buy Steve Carell with Kristen Stewart. I just. I buy. I buy Steve Carell with anybody. I mean, he's like a super wealthy dude. So you just for for that reason you just assume that sure yeah, yeah. no but but even just the, yeah no on a chemistry level like of course I don't not. believe. I don't believe the relationship. You right. know what I mean? But that's I that's almost sort of the point I thought was that Kristen Stewart's character doesn't actually love the Steve Carell character. It's just there's lots of security there. It's like if she's marrying for love, she met she marries the Jesse Eisenberg character. If she if she's marrying for a secure future, she marries the Steve Carell character. Right. So of course there's no chemistry there. They're fucking ninety years apart. <laughs> I don't know. I thought 
Kristen Stewart in general, I thought she was good. I mean, it was nice to see her play someone who wasn't like over it. Yeah. I feel like she's always <laughs> right, like over right. everything, you know? Like you yeah. have to like impress me. Instead, she was like, oh, there's two guys I love. It was just interesting dynamic in that sense yeah. to see her do that. Definitely. But I mean, I'm totally on board with what you're saying as far as just chemistry in general. Like it doesn't seem like any of the characters love anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just a very like Hollywoody sort of. Yeah. I was, I mean, I shallow. was invested enough that when, again, spoiler alert, but when she picks, you know, not even halfway through the movie or whatever, but it comes to a head and she picks Steve Carell. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh my God. God damn. So definitely I wasn't I wasn't not, not invested in make. the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it definitely sets up the rest of the movie. <laughs> cool. So you do not recommend Cafe Society. Don't I don't necessarily recommend. I wouldn't want that on my good name. <laughs> I found myself a lot lately not recommending movies, but just wanting other people to see them anyway. Mm-hmm. So I could talk about them. It's right. like what's the point of watching yeah, yeah, this yeah. if I can't talk about it with someone? I could talk about it with Morgan, but it's like, whatever. She sucks. We usually have the same opinion. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fuck that bitch. But yeah. Or it's almost like I, me and her converse back and forth about a movie. And then it's like, I don't know if it's like us egging each other on Mm -hmm. to have this opinion or if it's an opinion that someone else would have. So I want them to watch this. Oh, yeah. Even if it's a mediocre movie, like, please watch it. We like to, yeah, we'll feed. That's We're feeding into each other's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Tastes? No. Ego? No, like... Spirituality? If I'm like, oh, like this bothered <laughs> me, you know? Then uh, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, you're my wife. So that bothers me too. Oh, uh, symbiosis. Yeah. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> What's the wad? <laughs> Let me blow my wad real quick. Um, okay. This week, the word of the day is dignitary. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Dignitary. What does that mean? Uh, I, I don't. Let me play. Let me use it in a sentence. <laughs> okay. It's precisely the right word. You can check the Oxford English dignitary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, such an obvious god blunder. This is we last... just cruised right over. Yeah, last week's episode, I'm I'm going through it, getting ready to post it, and I just hear you all <laughs> say this and just <laughs> am baffled that we missed it when live on the podcast. <laughs> I was so thankful you guys missed it. I, I knew immediately that I'd fucked up. And and you Leave guys it to Jordan blew to right past it. it, and I was like, but it's you know whenever that happens is a is a weird feeling of like are they just being nice to me or are they really not here oh, <laughs> that never. I fucked up that bad? No, I am I just being <laughs> nice? To you? Not when it's say the right word. You can check the Oxford English dignitary. Dignitary. It's like in the context too. I'm over here talking about precisely exactly. the right word and all that fucking shit. Dignitary. Uh, just, what a big fuck. Yeah, to fuck the word dictionary up that bad. I mean, it's, it's pretty hilarious. And if you listen to the episode, I 
I mean, I edited it so you could <laughs> clearly hear Jamal say it because you couldn't. It's like it's a little covered up by me and Morgan talking in the original audio. But I, since Jamal's on his own track, since he's, you know, far away, I was able to separate it and make it easy to hear just for the listeners at home. It's it's pretty epic. It'll go down in the books. It'll go down Thanks. in the books for real. Yeah. <laughs> well, my real um, wad, I'd like to blow my wad. Oh, you got a wad? If I may. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that wasn't going to be the real wad. I just wanted We're to. We're doing double wads on. every episode. Well, Dignajiri, I hope, doesn't enter your vernacular. Oh, maybe. I guess you can enter your. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Peripatetic. 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 Peripathetic. Peripatetic. 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 Is this a word that is in. Um, it's like when you feel really bad for a paraplegic, you're like, oh, that's peripatetic. Mm. Yeah. No, this is a true grit word. Is this a true grit word <laughs> that you're using? No, it's not a true. This is not a true grit word. Okay. I don't know what it means. What does it mean? It was either ant kind or flowers for Algernon. What does it mean? It means that traveling from place to place, in particular, working or based in various places for relatively short periods of time. Mm. I don't like there it. There you go. Hmm. You don't like it. I like to you fi- didn't find it. I like to find words <laughs> that I can define on one line in the notes app. <laughs> That's okay. If I can just des- if I can define the word in one line, then I like it. Which you might be able to do with that, but you just didn't. yeah, traveling from place to place. <laughs> Peripatetic. Cool. You want to know my word of the day? Not really, after the lack of enthusiasm. Sure. Lacrimose. Lacrimose. L-A-C-H-R-Y-M-O-S-E. Oh, I like it. It's a good one. That's not how I thought it was spelled. It's the best word of the day that we've come up with today (laughs) on this episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) What does it mean? Lacrimose. It means to that to not have uh um it is to lack remorse mm. to not have remorse. I don't think that's even close. Which is like a slang word for remorse. So to have a lack of remorse, <laughs> right? I mean, the spelling of it implies it's not at all related to lack. Right. If anything, I'd say it's the opposite of that. If anything. Well, it's not exactly an opposite, but it's closer to an opposite <laughs> than that. It's a feeling. Right, like melancholy. Ooh, that's getting closer. Lacrimose is, I'm going to give it away. Okay. Because it's okay. a lot of d- dead air. Uh, it's tearful or given to weeping. Given to weeping. Given to weeping. <laughs> give in. Given. No, give. Given. Like your friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Jamal has weird friend names. Jamal has a friend named Given. Is it spelled like given the mm-hmm. word? No. It's G I V Y N. Oh. Spelled oh, like lacrimose. That's even worse. Uh, <laughs> You have a fr- didn't you have a friend named Run? Race car. Or race car. Run. Yeah, I have a friend named Race. Hurdles. <laughs> I have a friend named Jump. Jump. You have a friend named Jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they named him after the fucking 
Is that a jump? Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Is that Van Halen? Van Halen? Yeah. Yeah. Named after a Van Halen song. A verb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of verb names. Yeah. Proper verbs. <laughs> uh, there, he is. He has a. He ha- jump has a buddy. His name is First. Thirst? Do you say thirst or first? First. First. <laughs> what if his name was Thirst? <laughs> <laughs> his name is fucking Quench. Thirsty. Okay, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really good. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, let's just get into this real quick since we're. Uh... So fucking intense. That was intense. I still had the volume <laughs> jacked up from, okay. from Joel's Dignity. audio. Yeah, Dignity. Um, yeah, that was really loud, but uh, the experience is intense. No, last yeah, last night we had a lot of fireworks. August fifteenth. August fifteenth, fireworks. Um, Big celebration. Yeah. Things are happy <laughs> in the country, so. <laughs> Definitely celebrations happening every Saturday, it seems. <laughs> I think I hear a couple pop-offs throughout the week. But yeah. It seems like Saturday, there seems to be, they, they save up for their big show on Saturday, their weekly show. Uh, the Neighborhood Fireworks Man, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> so that's always fun. Just got to keep you guys informed. It's still going on. Don't want to forget mm-hmm. about well, it. Idle hands, you know. We still got all these idle hands on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> fireworks. What else? Okay, so I I can go a couple directions with the pot at this point. Interesting. Okay, do you guys want me to j- jump in, in the road? Do you guys want me to jump into a new segment, or do you want me to go into something that Morgan would be really into talking about, or talk about more <laughs> shows that we've watched? <laughs> let's. Let, where do you wow, guys want to go? Wow, that's multiple directions. Is a choose your own let's adventure. Let's go. Let's see what. Let's see what Morgan's going to be all excited about. Okay, here like we go. See what I'd be excited about. Woo! This one. I mean, I. Uh, I went. I fell into a deep. I went down a rabbit hole into a rabbit's hole okay. on this one. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. So Morgan first brought this to my attention when she came back from Antarctica. On a flight, there's a flight oh safety God, video, yes. and I can't remember if we brought mm-hmm. this up on the podcast on like an like one of the episodes where um, we had already been in Denver, and like you were just visiting Jamal. But Morgan s- seems to think that we haven't brought it up yet. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't I matter. I think we have on the pod. Do you know what we're talking about? Maybe we just talked about it yes. with you. But now yeah, we'll bring it to the yeah. podcast, the greater podcast audience. I'm so excited. Right. So there's a safety video. I don't know. Morgan, you give the backstory because you're the initiator of this. Sure. So I was traveling back and forth to Antarctica. Um, and it was a season where I went twice. And, you know, I fly Air New Zealand to New Zealand. And at that point in the flight, like I've been flying for a while. And I also have to get on two Air New Zealand flights. So like. I fly four times on an Air New Zealand flight Mm because there and back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyway. I regret letting you tell the story. Oh, my gosh. 30 hours into (laughs) travel, you know, and they always like to have these cutesy safety videos now, you know, that like gets everybody jazzed and involved. Well, for reference, when I went down the rabbit's hole on this, yeah. Virgin Airlines. 
has a safety video that's very popular on YouTube. Okay. Lots of people mm. love it. Mm. Like, makes me want to go fly Virgin so I can watch this. I I'm like, you're watching it on YouTube right now. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I despise it as a thing. And this was like, but this was like particularly offensive uh, in its terribleness that I started to sort of get a kick out of it and I recorded it for you guys and sent it to you like I was like there's no way this isn't intentional but I have to watch this it's like eight minutes long I have to watch it four (laughs) times in the span of two weeks which is far too many and then I went again that season like a few months later so Right. It was pretty, and, and they didn't take it down by then. It was still yeah. going. No, straight. I honestly couldn't believe that this had passed. How whatever gateways you need to pass to like play this video. The fucking video. It's shocking to me. It's not shocking to me that they didn't take it down because the production value is over the top. <laughs> I mean, this thing is. They, they always are, though. They have one that was. They're um, using they all did of in Antarctica, budget. and they like flew. They had a actor from like a popular 90s tv show but now i can't remember who it was and uh he was like flying a helicopter with all these fucking crazy shots of antarctica and like hanging with penguins and stuff and i was like what the fuck kind of budget does this airline have (laughs) and they rotate them through often anyway and and with the amount of money that airlines are making now i doubt they're going to be funding any new videos anytime soon Mm. of this level so you're so anybody's flying to new zealand's probably stuck with this fucking video tell still. me about the production value what do you why do you say it's high because i watched because i then found this so i've only seen clips that morgan has shown me on her phone up until this point and just so out of context seeing the clip and just completely agreeing with morgan that this is the hor- most horrible thing i've ever oh my seen god this is simple to me it just looks like this white chick uh it's questionable well right 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 so let me it's a a white non-binary yes this is just my i'm giving my impression i will give you the information for real okay because i did a rabbit's (laughs) hole okay i'm excited but let me i'm just going through it here this is my first so i'm just looking at these i'm like oh my god that is embarrassing it's bad so knowing that we were going to bring this up in the pot i decided to try to find this video on youtube i mean when I say production value, I mean the intro is like a big block party. Oh yeah, with lots of extras, lots of people, and the Julian some I can't remember his last name. The act, the actor from the Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah, the fat kid, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in it because he's a New Zealander, Ricky Baker. And then I'm guess, and then uh, come to find out. Uh, then three prominent New Zealand artists are the three people who are in who do the okay. music. On I didn't this. know that. I mean, I mean, so I have the YouTube video here. We're gonna scrub through it, and mind you, the audio is bad, so that's why I'm gonna go ahead and play it. Uh, not bad quality, but bad. It's <laughs> for it's, your soul. It soul crushing. Yeah. In fact, it, I I remember the words, a lot of them still. The name of the video is "It's Kiwi Safety." Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh julian denizen is the hunt for the wilder wilder people deadpool 2 kid wilder so the video starts with him julian he's a dj on this uh, this block party yeah and he fucking puts this record on so like, like we, we'll go through it 
for the Zen. Stop that. Yeah, stop. Okay. Thank you, Jess. Let's see what you guys can do with this one, eh? Safety is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock you. So safe, Kiwi safety is the title. It's Kiwi to rock and find the rock and find that safe and fly. It's Kiwi. It's Kiwi. 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 Okay, right off the bat, it's a block party. It's almost like a rap battle between this sort of larger male rapper and this non-binary looking white obviously uh female at birth person <laughs> very dressed very nerdily yeah. dressed green I, shirt green, green shirt polo. with like white stripes across it yeah and glasses short hair and then he and he's dressed up like like a, 90s like a g 90s g mm-hmm. and the fact that they're going it's kiwi to what are the fuck they're saying to be safe on a plane it's very kiwi to be safe on a plane to the it's tricky by run dmc i mean first of all i mean that it's it's tricky it is american it's not it's, it's not kiwi at all yeah but <laughs> so so right off the bat i'm just like okay this is it's just cheesy yeah it's just super cheese how long is it it's this is four and a half minutes okay it feels like a solid nine so let me just jump to the first the the first time I think this is the first verse of the white man. Well, just, I'll, I'll assume <laughs> that it's a it's a it's a white man. Man? No, it's a. It's I don't want to confuse the just for the sake of being clear here. I mean, there is a clear man who is who is. <laughs> Who is sure. not clear? He has darker skin, <laughs> and then there is a uh, white human. <laughs> okay, <laughs> genderless uh-huh. human. So I'm gonna go with. <laughs> right. This is hard because I know the answers to lots of these questions now, but it's just I'm trying to go through like okay as I discovered. Sure. But here's the here's just dropping verses here. And make sure your mask is fitting legit before you go helping the kids. It's a dude. It's Kiwi to rock around the rock around it's safe and fly. It's Kiwi. It's Kiwi. It's Kiwi. Kiwi. If an emergency were to happen during takeoff or during landing, just follow these instructions in this song that we're jamming. Put down that cheese mouth and make your seatbelt click. Put your forehead against the seat up in front, just like this. Feet. Crimes against humanity is what yeah. this is to do to people to play Crimes against humanity. <laughs> I mean, okay. First of all, okay. This is funny. I mean, rhymes aside, let me <laughs> let's just go go through this part real quick. Yeah. Listen to what she's sorry. What this human is saying. Put down that cheese melt and make your seatbelt click. Put your forehead against the seat up in front, just like this. Feet <laughs> firmly on the floor. If we end up in a pickle, just hold your lower. So there's people oh displaying there's there's people displaying this. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard mm-hmm. of this safety precaution in my life, <laughs> where you place your forehead on the seat in front of you and you grab your calves <laughs> <laughs> with your feet firmly. Oh my gosh, this is simple. Oh my gosh, this is simple. <laughs> so if the plane is, is in a pickle, <laughs> you put your forehead on the seat in front of you. 
and you grabbed your calves. <laughs> Just simple. put down your cheese melt first, though. Yeah, we gotta put down your cheese melt, and Maybe. then you gotta fucking click your seatbelt in. <laughs> The seat up in front, just like this. Feet firmly on the floor. Because put your head, forehead on the seat up in front, just like this. And it just shows two guys putting their foreheads on the seat in front of them. If we end up in a pickle, just hold your lower legs. Oh my gosh, this is simple. Business premiere. I see you folks are working. Sit up right, hands on thighs, feet to floor. It's just like twerking. Business premiere. <laughs> oh no, you heard that correctly. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. Put your bitches. Put your in business premiere. So the other, of course, in business premiere, you're not going to be able to sit all the way with your forehead up against the seat in you front of you. Got so much space. You got to have special instructions because <laughs> they're nice. They're right. bigger seats. So for them, they just ha- they put their hands on their laps, just like twerking, and then put their feet flat on the floor. It's just like twerking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just like that. Got it. Got it's it. A simple business premiere. I see you folks are premiere. Premiere. It's like more than more syllables than necessary, I think. Yeah. Business premiere. I see you folks are working. Sit up right, hands on thighs, feet to floor. It's just like twerking. Okay. Now this is this oh, this person singing right here. This is the third artist mm. that is a part of the music portion. Which I have nothing to say about her. I don't okay. know. This is like the hook. And mind you, I mean, it's just production value. Yeah. There's hardcore production value in this thing. There's yeah. lots of choreography. There's lots of different locations. I seriously have and- never wanted to murder more than when I had to sit through this over and over again. I mean, Jesus. Life jacket tote within easy reach. All your feet, they're easy as to fasten. You can do it sitting down. Rip back the tag. It makes a sound. <laughs> the other guy, which yeah. I've come to find out his name is uh, Kings, I think. Okay. He, I mean, th- this this white human makes him look like Jay-Z. Right. I'm serious. Like, he, he actually, like... <laughs> It's he's actually like landing, like in interesting ways at least. Yeah. Like the lyrics are still fucking cornball, uh-huh. but he's landing on them in like, oh, he knows what kind sounds of sounds what... sonically somewhat acceptable. Right. At least it's like this is sort of an interesting way of he. You could tell that he is an artist who actually ha- probably has his own thing, who's been who's not selling out to do this thing, but fucking <laughs> this other person is so bad place it over your head don't forget to click the straps make sure that it's tight like my awesome safety wraps like my awesome okay. safety wraps that's my favorite line i mean that is just like the most make sure we're making this for, this is a blues clues rap that we're making line <laughs> yeah you know no i'm what? not saying yeah I, oh yeah it's like a children's line <laughs> oh, okay. like my awesome safety yeah. wraps yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could tell that they think that they're making something that is like going to be doper than the other safety. Like, cause this has become a, an industry of competition. Sure. Who's, I think it's probably started with Southwest, that dude rapping on the Southwest airline, yeah. rapping the safety instructions. And now everybody, since that got so much heat and buzz, now everybody wants to come up with their own their viral, own awesome cool, safety like everyone wants to 
get the fucking shit stuck in their head. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's tight. So you could tell that there's that sort of vibe coming off of this person. Mm-hmm. I mean, my awesome safety wraps. Yeah. Okay. Only Which is funny because she's saying, make sure that it's tight, like my awesome safety wraps. It's like, no, you're saying they're tight. Now you're also, it's like you have to say they're awesome in case people don't know what tight means in slang. Right. right. Are they tight or are they awesome? <laughs> right. <laughs> you redundant hoe. <laughs> I mean. You redundant I, Or I guess they could be male hoes. It doesn't matter. Redundant. The red tab once you're safely out the plane. Needing more inflation? Blowing to the mouthpiece, eh? Okay. Some safety Sorry. You gotta do that again. Only right. pull the red tab once you're safely out the plane. Needing more inflation? Blowing to the mouthpiece, eh? No need to. It's the laziest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Why go with plane? Eh? Why go with safety? If you could think of anything else. <laughs> Blow into the mouthpiece, eh? <laughs> it's Kiwi. It's Kiwi, and they're going to use Canadian words now. But it's Kiwi. <laughs> it's so bad. There's so many things that point to, like, it's almost crafted to be this shitty. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way this happened to all fall into place like this. I feel like this kind of shit does happen when the people who are bankrolling it are, like, old and white and are trying their best to produce yeah. something that they think is what is happening, but they're so out of touch that easily this kind of shit, that's, that's how you get it. I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous how something like this gets made. And for, for the sole purpose is to give you the safety instructions. Of the, I mean, and all of that to me is just lost on me. Yeah. Yeah, Cause exactly. Because you, you've fallen into a murderous rage at this point. How am I going to remember right. the rhyme? Well, okay, I, I'm safely off the plane. What do I got? What do I do now? <laughs> right. I blow into the mouthpiece. A. <laughs> yes, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh my god. Uh, Just like twerking. Yeah. I can't remember how to sit in this chair. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like twerking. <laughs> What are you guys doing? Twerking, yeah. twerking, yes. I mean, I would love to see them play this video after a plane crash. Like, say a, 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 a horrible plane crash actually happens and people die. Mm-hmm. What are they going? Are they going to seriously play this video on the I plane know. after that? Doug was like, I showed him, I showed this to him, and his family. They're all pilots. His dad and brother and stuff were united. He was in, <laughs> he was in disbelief. He's like, they. They played you this video when you're about to fly over the Atlantic Ocean. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is actually what they played. Like. Your life's a joke. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just saying, oh, fuck it. Yeah. And no one else, there weren't no, like, they didn't they didn't play that and then proceed to actually tell you the instructions. They're like, no. hope you got it from the video. No. Like I wow. said, this is going to be a rabbit's hole. I'm not even close to being done. I'm not even <laughs> okay. close. I'm so okay. happy. Okay. I'm so happy that you're now as like engaged and enraged and like uh, confused by what's happening. Engaged and enraged. Yeah. Don't worry, our life jackets come in all sizes. If you have an infant, the cabin crew will provide this. See, that kind of sounds kind of cool. Uh-huh. 
you know? Sure. <laughs> if you if... have an infant, the cabin crew will provide this. Like, it's just like, he's kind of like trying. Right, he's he's given he's given it the old college try. And he and he definitely has a better mic presence mm-hmm. than fucking Blue's Clues over here. See, like he kind of has like yeah. he's trying. Like there's like a, he changes up the cadence and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's, I gotta back it up so we don't miss the beginning. Yeah. Smoking is prohibited. Yeah, even in the bathroom, our senses detecting it. No vape clouds in the real clouds. That includes e-cigarettes. Emergencies are unlikely, but if one did arise, just be calm, keep it cool, do your thing, and please be kind. Please be kind. <laughs> just be calm, do your thing. Be calm, just be calm. You know, if an emergency arises, just be calm, do your thing. That's my safety yeah. advice. Be calm, do your thing, <laughs> and please just be kind. Yeah. Please be kind. Yeah. No vape clouds in the real clouds. That includes these cigarettes. I mean, you could tell that this person. That whole bar, <laughs> I mean, doesn't even have a rhyme after it. It doesn't. It's just, let's, that, that's the only part that I almost like about it. Like, thank you for the, right. the information. Yeah, now this is actual information. Right. But you could tell that this person thought that it was super clever to be like, no vape clouds in the real clouds. That includes e-cigarettes. Does it include real cigarettes? Because you didn't include those at all. (laughs) You said vape clouds and e-cigarettes. Uh-huh. Someone's like- Well, didn't the what's-his-face- he said Talk that about he's obeyed before. the no smoking signs. Yeah. Yeah. He he's said like, he said the sign detecting. is significant. Smoking is prohibited. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Smoking though, they didn't mention cigarettes at all. Is all I'm saying. They mentioned e-cigarettes and and vape. Okay. Sure. Emergencies are unlikely, but if one did arise, just be calm, keep it cool, do your thing, and please be kind. If we must depart, but the cabin has become dark, follow the escape lighting, it will guide you like my bars. (laughs) It will guide you like my bars? (laughs) So this, of course she's saying bars, but the way, sorry, not she, the way this person is saying it... (laughs) Guide you like my boss. Boss. What? B A W S. It will guide you like my boss. We'll do your thing and please be kind. If we must depart, but the cabin has become dark, follow the escape lighting. It will guide you like my boss. Like my boss. To your nearest exit. It could be behind you. Pay attention. Yo, crew, show me the exit's at. I mean, I think that's pretty much all. I think that's all of it. It goes on for a little bit longer, but I think that's okay. You think it's the extent sufficient? of the boss? Okay, so right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Jesus Christ! It's, a, it's upsetting. I mean, let it's me. Fu- that's fucked up. So let me go right. I'm gonna go right straight to the comments on this YouTube video. <laughs> First comment: <laughs> Safety is so vital. This makes me suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good. Okay. That's a ba. Bunch of Kiwis saying it's Kiwi in American ac- accents. <laughs> Identity crisis? <laughs> it says Kiwi and there's nothing Kiwi about it. It screams America and looks like only what you would get in Auckland. <laughs> 
Never anywhere else in the country, which holds a lot more QE values. Hardly representative of us at all. It would be easier to understand a death metal safety video than this. I mean, just so all these locals, just, yeah. they all mm-hmm. fucking hate this. And it, it's just funny. It's yeah. not just a byproduct of having a safety video mm. that you have negative comments under the YouTube. You know, it's like, oh, YouTube, there's always going to be those haters. I swear to God, <laughs> under the Virgin safety video, which is still stupid. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody. Oh, my God. This is so well done. What? I want to go fly Virgin now. Oh, this makes me want to fly Virgin. All right. Well, it worked. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> But everyone on here is like, this sucks. Yeah. So that just tells you how bad it is. I mean, you guys heard it for yourself. So I decided to rabbit's hole it. And. Oh, my God. This is simple. Now for the big reveal. Can't wait. The big reveal. Who is this? I'm grabbing my leg. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Grab your. Please put your forehead (laughs) on the seat in front of you for this big reveal (laughs) of Uh the rapper. The white rapper in this video is, in fact, Randa. Randa. Randa, who is a transgendered, uh, I guess female to male, transgendered rapper, famous in mm-hmm. New Zealand, famous. Uh-huh. The searching him, I'll say from now, this henceforth. I didn't want to say him before because I didn't want to get yeah. you to get confused with I Kings, gotcha. who was the actual was the dude mm-hmm. in the fucking video. So Randa, aka <laughs> Lars Randa. Uh Large Panda. It's kind of a kind of a cool <laughs> cool name. Lars Randa. R A N D A. Uh best it says uh that he is best known for the song Rangers. Okay. Okay. Um used in a TV health promotion ad. Oh Christ. So I'm looking, okay. okay, let me find this song, Rangers. Famous. Is what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. this is. Yeah. So I I feel like it's not safe to judge him on this not fucking. Safe. <laughs> it's a, it's the it's, safety it's video. It's not Kiwi safe. It's not Kiwi right, safe. Right, right. It was a paycheck. It's corporatized. Right. Let's listen to the artistic, what they, the, the best that this person has to offer from their own soul. Yeah. So this is Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we get down with all the cyber moms. One of them told me I was hot right now like Tiger Bomb. One of them said, Lars, you a teen heartthrob. Make my baby faint, make a tween's heart stop. You know we get down with all the cyber moms. One of them told me I was hot right now like Tiger Bomb. One of them said, Lars, you a ranger. You a stranger than attraction to danger. Okay, so that's a hook right off the bat. Okay. Okay. Kind of a catchy beat, you know? I don't want to pass any judgment one way or the other as okay. far as uh, whether it's bad or not. Okay. I'll let the listener decide mm-hmm. okay. whether, you know, it's like whatever, this could be your thing. Um, I just want to point out that uh, this, so I'm just playing it like this is the best. Like this is what they say is her most popular, sorry, his most popular song. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'll just, I'll just continue playing it. Could be antics, it could be antics. I could be flag gun sequence, gymnastics, spandex, assics, doing fail backflips, wishing there was a writer in the head at her old tablets. Flyer to graphics, refrigerator magnets, kick it with senior citizens and raid their look at cabinets. I'm the reason why you shouldn't fuck with additives. Oh, but he's so swell, how he channels into narratives. So, can you gather what the song's about? 
I have no idea. But it sounds like uh, getting it in for dads, a Beverly. That's what it fucking reminds me of. Refrigerator magnets don't take Adderall tablets, and I'm the reason you should be scared of additives or something. So what did she say? It's a string of just random. (laughs) From what I gather, it's just a bunch. He's just saying a bunch of random shit. Okay. Listen to People say I'm cool, others call me faggy. Hipster Justin Bieber like a piston floor cleaner. Whoa. Talk, talk, hater, you're not on my level. Not pure blood wizard. Rap game level. Rap game awesome. Rap game wow, yeah. I got a palapin, a picture of a cow. McDonald's, Rosie O'Donnell. Turtle cheap bottles. Knit wool a mask and some purple ski goggles. You know what get down with all the cyber moms. One of them told me I was hot right now like Tiger Blunt. One of them said Lars, you would see heartthrob. Make my baby faint, make a tween's heart stop. This transgender man just is making a tween's heart stop. A fucking free-for-all of free association. <laughs> I mean, it's just super cool. The music video, mind you, is just Lars Randa dancing like Ellen <laughs> the whole fucking time. With, <laughs> with some cool... Uh, there's some cool graphics. Is that the art The art design is kind of cool, but uh. it's just... Seriously, it's just... just Saying nothing and dancing like Ellen moves all, all up on this video. So that's what they say her, his most popular song is. <laughs> is. <laughs> but that's not the first song that popped up okay. when I searched. So that wasn't the first song I actually heard. The first song I actually <laughs> heard was, I have to say that this is probably Lars Randa's magnum opus. Okay. <laughs> Okay. This is the. <laughs> this is Randa's like awesome safety wraps. Almost like Randa's Stan, you know, you know okay. Eminem Stan. Yeah, 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 that's what I feel like this is. Yeah, Randa's masterpiece. It's called Lifeguard. Okay, I'm just gonna fast forward a little bit. Here we go. And the music video is fucking awesome. So we're at we're at a pool right now. Okay. And Randa is the lifeguard. If I see you fight hard If you would like, I'll be your lifeguard When you disappear, I'll be your lifeguard Be your lifeguard, I'll be your lifeguard When you disappear? When you, I think, yeah, when you disappear, I'll be your lifeguard, I'll be your lifeguard, I'll be your lifeguard, I'll be your lifeguard, I'll be your lifeguard. If I see you fight hard If you would like, I'll be your lifeguard You could be your lifeguard I'll be your lifeguard I probably didn't need to tell you the name of the song but uh right lifeguard yeah. lifeguard you might have guessed lifeguard. maybe i'll be your lifeguard. lifeguard lifeguard not a cool word either so this is a concept no. song <laughs> this i'll try and describe what's happening in this video okay you're at the summer club every day being dropped off in your stepdad chevrolet mm-hmm. found the digits on your pool id 021-444-7853 okay so there's a girl. I like that stepdad's Chevrolet line. Yeah, pretty dope, huh? This girl's getting dropped pretty off dope. at the pool, and uh, Lars Randa. Mm-hmm. It's not actually <laughs> Lars Randa. I mean, it's a character, which you don't find out till the end of the fucking song. Okay. But <laughs> it's fucking- You watch the whole thing in its entirety. Oh, yeah. No, I'm oh. very, I'm, <laughs> I am rabbit's hole famili- okay. familiar with this fucking video. Okay. So basically, Lars Randa um, find, <laughs> goes up to this chick's uh, belongings that she has set aside on the side of the pool, and and 
takes her ID and memorizes her fucking phone number off uh-huh. of her ID. Okay. You have your phone number on okay. your ID? I think so. I don't but it doesn't matter. Do. Maybe in New maybe Zealand. In, maybe if you're Kiwi. Yeah. Okay. Call you on the phone. Find your last key. Find your last key. Looks like. Lars also steals uh, her key and mm. calls her <laughs> with the number and tells her, I found your last key. Oh, I think. Okay. A little forward, but beyond, pleased to meet you. Buy a nice sculpture and a nice white feature. Now Lars goes and returns her the key and maybe makes a little bit of like, hey, maybe Hello. we should hang out yeah. and stuff. Hook. If you would like, I'll be your lifeguard. When you disappear, I'll be your lifeguard. Be your lifeguard. I'll be your lifeguard. Swim, I see you fight hard. Okay, now the video. The video, when it goes to the hook, it goes to a night shot. So okay. during the verse, it's in the day, public pool. Hook at night. Lars, as far as we can tell, is sitting by himself on the uh, lifeguard chair. Mm -hmm. And now during this second hook, uh, he has wrapped a belt around his fist and has punched himself in the fist and now is bleeding from the lip. And uh, I'm not, I'm making it sound a lot more dramatic. Punched himself in the fist? (laughs) In the face. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because I saw you do it and so I didn't. Catch, Catch it, it yeah. yeah. But it's like it's a serious, like it's in the video. The acting, look at this, Morgan. Look at this shit. <laughs> I mean, really, really clocked himself, huh? <laughs> this is. I mean, it's almost like they sped the video up to make it look faster than it actually was. <laughs> yeah, probably. But draws blood <laughs> apparently, bleeding from the mouth mm. from the self-inflicted wound. Yeah, and now we okay now okay we also see in this part of the hook there's appears to be a, a girl floating in the pool with a blindfold on her face okay okay upside down or face flat? up show up to your residence talk to your mom stutter on some sentences at the beach we just gaze the pair still though inside we are away so now they're on a date sitting on the beach mm-hmm. like like he goes to pick her up at her mom's house mm-hmm. now they're sitting on the beach together and inside they are waves or whatever. Feel my pulse. This is evidence that I like you and it's definite. Reach my hand, you pull away. You wanna leave? That's okay. Lots of bars, lots of bars. <laughs> Very short yeah, fuck, verses. Dude. You wanna leave? That's, That's okay. okay. So like yeah, so <laughs> he tries to make a move on her, like he puts her his hand out and uh and then she withdraws her hand. He's like, okay, she's obviously a little uncomfortable or whatever. He's like, that's okay. Uh-huh. Whatever. Back to the hook. We made lots of progress. Right. Now it's zoomed out a little bit more. We see that this person is also sort of tied up in the pool. There's rope around her. And now she starts to go under the water. Oh, no, she's going under the water. Here we go. Lars jumps into the pool. Cut to... She is now up on this side. We're supposed to believe that Lars, by the way, picked this tied up woman out of the pool and set her on the side of the pool. <laughs> okay. But the video cuts to she's already sitting outside the pool and, and, and Lars is just hopping up out of the pool. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, Morgan, describe for the viewers how small this Lars person is. I mean, she's like a, he's a, a tiny, woman. He's a tiny man. <laughs> tiny man. <laughs> Almost woman size. In life. Very Lars- Ellen. I think Ellen is an appropriate. Very, like a young, like, yeah. this person looks like a child. Yes. Okay. A nine-year-old Ellen. 
Justin Bieber, Mickey Twins, Heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Nine-year-old Ellen. <laughs> okay, so now this is the acting. Now, this is where the acting gets super primo. Okay. He opts not to have a third verse. Instead, it's going to be um, <laughs> a, a, a scene, okay? <laughs> it's going to be a scene after he has rescued her from the pool. Ropes. <laughs> he takes her blindfold off. Emma? Are you okay? I think I have to tell you. I think you do. Emma doesn't say a word. Okay. All you see is Emma's reaction and she seems scared. Okay? All right. The only words okay. you're hearing are Randa. Okay? Okay. It's all right. You're probably just in shock. I saw a man, and then you in the pool. I had to wrestle him to the ground. So, at this point, what you, the fuck? You know, Rand is full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, it's like this whole thing where. Because she punched herself in the face. To make it look whatever. like that she, she stole the key. Yeah. Yeah. So it's memorize the number. Come on. So like I said, like this is Randa's stand. It's like this, it's like a story sure. of this is a creep who stalked a, a girl, fucking tied her up, put her in a pool, and then pretended, pretended to, to be the li- lifeguard that saved her when he's the one who put her there in the first place. Yeah. So that's sort of the arc of the story. You know, it's obviously um Breathe slow. My favorite part is just this acting. I'm here now. I mean it's I saved you. <laughs> And I have to, I have to say at this point, even in the video itself, he did not succeed with the whole, you know, saving damsel in distress, getting her to then fall madly in love with him. Okay. For having Mm -hmm. saved her, she's just freaked out the whole time. Like it's like, yeah, she's well, she's like, no, I. Feel like you did this to you. like mm-hmm. she's not pulling yeah. the wool over anyone's eyes. Things gonna be okay. Well, I'm just glad you're okay. That's it. Oh. Wow, masterpiece. Randa, very well done. <laughs> Jamal will send you a link so you can watch this video. Please, please do. That is Randa, ladies and gentlemen. New Zealand's own Randa. I'm bringing him to the United States. We need more transgenders in rap music. <laughs> and Randa is the breakout star that we need. I mean, that climax <laughs> with the twist. Oh, when you disappear, I'll be your lifeguard. I mean, I had tears when I first watched this, and I <laughs> couldn't wait to bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody, for Thank your new you. favorite artist. Amazing. Move out, for, move out of the way, Frank Ocean. <laughs> I can't wait person. to put it on the big screen. And oh, my God. Big it. screen. Yep. Truly, truly. Big screen. Decent. Damn, this is a nice day. <laughs> big news. Big news. Uh-oh. We went and bought... A new TV. Nice. Big old screen. Big TV. Humongous compared to what we have. How big? How big? It's a 65 OLED LG TV. It is pimp. It is is 
I mean, I didn't think it was possible, but the way the TV works is like it's individual. All the LEDs light individually. It's not that there's just uh-huh. a backlit screen that shines through the LEDs. Every individual LED is powered, so it gives you the ability to have black. Bl- right. Black. Like when you know how when you have a TV and like there's nothing on it, but like the room's dark, mm-hmm. the TV still seems a glow. Yeah. That does not. Yeah. That is not the case with this TV. It is on. It's pitch black. So do you think it's so gonna sick. draw a lot of power? Does it? Probably it oh, draws power man. Okay. for sure. Interesting. I hadn't factored that in. You know, on uh, our umama and upapa's uh, television in uh, their living room, that flat screen they had that they got years and years ago, mm-hmm. the technology was such that it tried to do that. It almost like tried to shut off parts of uh, the screen. To be so that it would be black, it would be true black. Um, but when you have fucking, you know, you're playing DVDs, okay, some some standard definition, you know, you don't have that high def. What happens is is the uh, the portions of the screen, like when it's dark, or whatever, you know, that sort of blocky. Some parts are kind of gray, some parts are kind of black. Like so, then you just have these weird black. Instead of it just sort of being a grayscale thing, there's like chunks that are shut off and chunks that are gray. So then right. now you can see these big like Lego block looking fucking <laughs> yeah. images. No it's good. super distracting. And also like if the entire screen goes black, like you see the transition from, from it being a lit back screen to it being right, going right, black right. and then <laughs> coming back. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. With this, whenever there's black, it's black. Like So even like in regular scenes, in you know, in the corners of the screen, it's just there's no blocks, you know, since every LED is its, nice. its own power source, where it's they're all gonna light or not light. Yeah. Where do you guys have it set up? Right now, it's in the bedroom <laughs> because we don't have a couch yet. Yeah. Right. Of course. Once the couch comes in, it'll it's go gonna to be the a real room. bummer to take that thing out of I the know. bedroom. But we'll just have. I'm to... tempted to buy another one. Well, no, because then we won't watch this one in, in the living room. Though my hope is that we'll now we'll use the couch mm. instead of watching all of our right. shit in the bedroom. I feel yeah. like it's an incentive. Yeah, dude, we have a movie theater it's, happening. Yeah. It's fucking which insane. brings me to the podcast pick, <laughs> which I'll send to Jamal right now because he hasn't seen okay. it yet. It's. I feel like this doesn't show the true scale of TV. It doesn't because I'm standing in front, like well in front of it. Okay. So this doesn't really give you the scale. But it does go into the next topic, which is our episode of Hannibal that we watched, because this po- this week's podcast pick is going to be a gif of me uh, acting out a little scene side by side from Hannibal. Oh, sick! So when you disappear, I'll be a lifeguard. You'd be a lifeguard. I'll be a lifeguard. I'll be a lifeguard. I'll be a lifeguard. <laughs> we get it. Okay, so yeah, so in this podcast, I not received. I I mean, I just sent it, so you should get it. Oh, no. but for the listeners at home, we've been we decided been. what what do we want to watch on this big OLED TV first? Hannibal, right. Hannibal, clear winner. <laughs> Season we one, like, episode how, eleven. How else could you break in a TV? Sure, I want to see the, I want to see that crisp, unadulterated gore. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Uh, I'll, I'll let Jamal describe it once he gets it. Okay. But, Do you okay. want me Sounds to good. send him just the video? Oh, I think I just got it. Okay. It's uh, super tiny. It's. <laughs> did you send it to me this too? Is actually... oh, there. Okay, sure. He said, "Do you see it?" Yeah. Hold on. If I click on it, it it's like super bad quality. The way it said. <laughs> <laughs> but you can sort of see what's happening. Okay. Yeah, I can see what's happening. <laughs> okay, so basically, what's happening is, is it's like okay, so it's winter time on the TV. Okay. And Jordan is standing beside the to the right of the TV, uh, stage right of the TV, and he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a uh, fucking Terminator esque fucking sunglasses on. Those are and... my running sunglasses. Oh my god, we didn't have any regular sunglasses. It looks like you bought them specifically for this video that you took. They're by they're the deal and... with it sunglasses is what they are. Oh yeah, for sure. And then so then it's like <laughs> panning in. I don't know what it's kind of horrible quality, but and it cuts to. A, uh, a man, Will, <laughs> of a man. This is Will from Will Hannibal, Brand. I guess. And he's wearing uh, pretty much the same fucking shades. And uh, he's wearing just regular specs. <laughs> but we didn't have him. Him and Jordan fucking. Oh, he's just wearing regular glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it's such it's so bad. It's such bad quality. It looks like <laughs> sunglasses. Uh. Anyways. Him and Jordan take him off at the same fucking time. It's pretty funny. It's very funny. Check it out on readfellas.com. You can check out this gif of me reenacting, I think, a deep scene. Will, in this episode, take, takes his glasses off in a dramatic way at least three times mm-hmm. throughout this episode. Oh, it's his okay. move. He'll like look at something with glasses, then he'll dramatically take the glasses off. <laughs> and, I mean, this episode is straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's shitty quality. All right, so are you guys ready for um, a new segment? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. This segment. Now don't get all up. Go. Don't get your tits all tangled up. All right. Okay. Okay. Calm your tits down. This is it. Wor- okay. This is it. This is jokes. Okay. <laughs> it's not. I'm not sure. This all right. I'm not trying. Oh, to you're make- gonna say something that's gonna make me upset. Not you. I'm not talking to you. I'm okay. talking to listeners. This is this is, uh, this is all fun. This is all oh, just okay. making fun stuff. Okay, <laughs> okay. But here's the segment. Get serious, guys. Okay. Okay. God is real. <laughs> 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 nice. Okay. <laughs> this segment is called God is Real, and in this segment, I'm going to prove to you that God is real. Okay. Okay, okay, all right. It's a, re- a recurring segment because there's there's never-ending amounts of these. Right. And I'm going to give sure, you two. Sure, Two oh, that God, happened I just in this. the past week. Okay. That will prove God, okay. God's existence. Okay. Now. And then God will continue to show you these examples. To show himself yeah. unto the... Guys, get serious. I'm about to fucking drop some crazy okay, God. Okay, sorry. Crazy okay. God. Okay. Okay. This past Wednesday... Me and Morgan in the morning decided <laughs> to go running. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wednesday, mm-hmm. running outside. What should I listen to in my headphones? Oh, I find there's a new Blue and Exile album. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Okay. 
for those of you not familiar, Blue and Exiled, they dropped an album called uh, Below the Heavens. It's a classic rap album. It's fucking dope. Great album. I decided to listen to this new album. It's called Miles because there's a lots of references to Miles Davis throughout the album. I'm listening to this album running mm-hmm. when out of the fucking blue, he says something about he's fucking cutting his dad's hair or some shit. <laughs> and then he says, 830 okay. on a Wednesday. Oh, I pulled the phone out of my uh, pocket. It is 830. On, on what day did we oh run? God. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. He randomly says this. In this song. Okay. A black man met a white man. Yeah, the head's gray on my grandpa's ears. I would cut his hair. He would shave his beard. Uh, 8.30 on a Wednesday. Whoa. 8.30 That's on crazy. a Wednesday. Now, I see when I pull that out, I, I'm just looking at the clock. But then I look at the name of the song. No. When the gods meet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right well i think that's a pr- pretty compelling I mean, argument nothing else explains it nothing else explains it well no, there are nothing. no coincidences of course not not no not of this magnitude <laughs> are you fucking kidding me i feel like I get, i'm getting a wow. little snark from morgan over here no Arnold. yeah okay. not okay if that wasn't enough do you want a gotcha. second example yeah yeah please. okay now this is this one's spooky, okay. okay? And it all is like all the thing like how does there's no way that it's a coincidence from all the choices. I decided to listen to this blue and like we were like we were no, it took us no it, it took us so long to to get out of the house to start running. Yeah, we never are running at eight thirty. Yeah, that late. Like it's just like all wow. of these things happen. Yeah. So crazy, so crazy. Now all of the other things happening like we're watching this Wu Tang doc, right? And they interview for some reason. I think it's because he directed <laughs> Ghost Dog. <laughs> but they interview Jim Jarmusch. Moosh? Mush. Jim Jarmusch? Jim Jarmusch. It's Jim Jarmusch. Is it got to be Moosh? It's got to be Moosh. Who is no it? The last he directed mush. Ghost Dog. He directed um, Broken Flowers. Um, yeah. He, he, they're interviewing him randomly. Okay. What else has he also directed? Patterson. <laughs> Patterson. Now, okay. the we're done watching the fucking, this day, same day, done watching the Wu-Tang doc. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I want to watch yeah. now? Morgan's getting kind of sleepy. I get to kind Vince of decide. Vince Chavez. Cruz. Vin, what are you talking? Oh, Vince Chavez? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do I decide to watch but this uh, fucking... Now I don't know his name because you just <laughs> said Vince Chavez. <laughs> his name is Victor Cruz. I'm sorry. Victor Cruz, wide receiver for the New York Giants. It's Those are kind of similar. I know. Sports doc, okay? Uh-huh. For a wide receiver <laughs> for my favorite football team, the New York Giants, completely random that I just was like, whatever, it's on Showtime. Yep. Let me just pop this on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a rand pop. It was a rand pop. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do they profile in major way? His hometown. Of Patterson. Of Patterson. It, one T. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I got fucking goosebumps right now. <laughs> Yeesh. What are the odds of that? Zero. Jim Jarmusch, the director of Patterson. <laughs> Next thing I watch? Yeah. About a boy 
who grew up in Patterson, <laughs> New Jersey. How would you know? What's amazing to me is that you were like, he's from Patterson? We just saw Jim Jarmusch, and I know that Jim Jarmusch directed <laughs> Patterson. Like, that line of thinking to me is... Incredible. That shows that God is real well, and alive right. in your mind. Right. He connected those dots for <laughs> you. When gods meet. Yeah. God is not the only God, by the way. When I am right. also a God. We Everywhere you go. <laughs> Everywhere we go, I'm God. That's fucking That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? So this is a new segment. Yeah. I mean, these are just two examples in the past week. I just feel like these things happen to me all the time. God is trying to touch me. He's trying to <laughs> molest me. He's trying to dangle me. Yeah. So, like, kind of like when, you right. know, you, I don't know, like you were thinking about me or something and then I texted you. Dude. Doesn't that happen? That happens all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. I figured. Like, seriously, I'll be thinking about Morgan and then she'll text me like, hey, like. What? Like within an hour. Yeah, she'll text me like, hey, should I pick up green beans from the store? I'm like, no way did you just text me that. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. <laughs> Crazy. So it's crazy. Nuts. Has she ever texted you like you're thinking about her and then she just like texted you something cute like what are you thinking about? No, that's never that, that's impossible. That that kind of shit never happens. But okay. She'll text. Yeah. After he's <laughs> just thought about okay. me. Right, right. What are the odds? No, yeah, no, for sure. For sure that's sick. That's what are sick. the odds? I mean 100%. You got to ask the odds gods. <laughs> Yeah, it's God's. The odds man. are hundred percent, by the way. All right, Jamal, what do you got? What else? Oh boy. What did I fucking do this week? I didn't do it. I didn't do a lot. Oh, so I'm working on a uh a buddy of mine, he's working on another uh, web series. I'd helped him out with a previous web series of his called Excitement. I don't know if you remember that at all. Yeah. I played a campus cop on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh anyways, he's working on a new show he wants to do like another like web series sitcom kind of thing and so me and uh lucas who has done a lot of uh podcast pick artwork for us over Mm -hmm. over the years shout outs uh so the three of us seamus lucas and i we're all sort of writing it together that's the that's the plan um consulting on on these ideas together and so we've been meeting over the past few weeks um once a week just sort of a zoom meeting talking about the project and so but one thing we're, we're gonna do for this next meeting coming up is we need to come up with 10 log lines uh each to help get get the fucking process rolling do you guys know what log lines give, are? give me an example i do not so a log line is basically like a one sentence pitch for a movie or a television show or whatever. But these would be for like for episodes, for like a plot of an episode. Oh, okay. Like for Jaws, it'd be like uh, fucking, I don't know, for Man has to of Jaws? A Gigantic Shark. <laughs> no, a log line for Jaws. A log line for an episode of Jaws. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so I wanted to put that out there and maybe uh, improv off the cuff. You guys can help me meet my quota. Hell What's yeah. the show about? The premise for the show is basically about some struggling young actors who are all roommates together in California, and they live like together in like a fucking garage, and so they're roughing it. But they all there's five of them living in one fucking is there a bathroom? Guy's garage, basically. It has a bathroom. Okay. Okay. There goes one of my log lines. It depended upon them not having a bathroom, so I think of a different one. What? I mean, maybe You're the bathroom breaks. 
<laughs> what is uh so give me an do you have one jamal to get us going uh yeah one sec here well i thought jamal was giving all of them and we were just giving him feedback no no, no we're gonna we're gonna no no, no, no. i want you to help me come up for episode them. log on oh, to the episode. like Christ. i wanted to know the synopsis short i don't even still understand what it is so the show is about five act out of work actors living in an apartment together trying to get fucking roles and shit Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Here, now, funny antics, I'm assuming, ensue. Oh, God. So, log, so what is Stressed. episode? Give the log line for episode four. Is it episodic or is it just, or is it? Yeah, is it's an episodic. Arc? Jamal okay. and crew. There is going to be an arc. Hitchhike because they can't drive. And I play, <laughs> I'm going to play a, uh, a youth pastor who runs an acting class, apathetically. Is basically my role at this point. Oh, you're not one of the five. No, a youth pastor who does what? <laughs> I run like an acting class, like out of the, you know, because I'm a youth pastor. Like God I, I don't, I don't, I, mean, I don't know anything about acting. None of that shit. I'm actually pretty apathetic about it, but I'm doing it for the Lord, you know. Okay, so I want to. So that changes everything because I definitely would want to write a log line that involves your character. You know. Sure. Okay. Um, you don't have to. But you, okay. Do you have one? You got to come have, up with 10. Uh, I know. I need your help so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought one idea, this is this is actually a bad example When's of a long Zoom line because it's a little long-winded. It's either tomorrow or the day after. All right. Just checking. Um, I figured it was tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a bad example of a log line just because it's a little long-winded. But I thought it it's almost like less of a logline, more just an idea. I thought it'd be kind of interesting and was actually inspired by the real day connection. Um, but I thought it would be interesting since they're all young actors that the episode would be comprised of a series of shots that were taken from different movies. And this idea was inspired by fraudulent night, a song by the real day connection, but it's basically like a series of like dialogue scenes or monologues or whatever that are pieced together, or maybe each character represents an actor and their lines are completely made up of uh, either monologues or bits of dialogue from characters that that actor has played and each one's assigned or recreations of entire scenes to craft a brand new narrative. This is a um, log line. This is like a, I thought it was supposed to be a, a no, I, I do. I just, I prefaced it by saying this is a really bad example of a log line. Oh, and it's actually not a log line, but it's an idea for the show. I thought you know, it was going to be a bad example for a show idea, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. Lost. What do you think of that as an idea? Cool, man. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so the okay. log line would be dialogue and monologue. <laughs> I don't know. Do they have to be clever? I would almost save it it's as like not a, a log line. line. Is that what they yeah. are? Okay. Okay. So does it have to be one sentence or just have, just has to be short? It just has to be short. Okay, I got one for you. <laughs> I could boil it down from there if I need to or whatever. But what? Okay, go I got ahead. it. I got it. Well, what's, okay. What, okay for, what are we calling? Can we call the group of five something? Yeah. To make it easy. Roommates. The roommates. Groupmates. Groupmates. Oh, I thought that's what he <laughs> said. No, the roommates. Oh. Roommates. Okay. <laughs> I got one. Okay, here's the log line. Roommates <laughs> help get virgin youth pastor laid. <laughs> okay. I like that's it. Not bad. Huh? Roommates help virgin youth pastor learn to drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I see that's a through line. Oh my god, that's a great one. <laughs> okay, roommates help Virgin. Oh, like you still faster. left Virgin in there, you fuck. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest part. Okay, <sighs> okay roommates um, <laughs> consults youth pastor on whether they should go forward with the pregnancy from a one night stand. Oh my goodness. That's pretty funny. Virgin <laughs> youth pastor <laughs> is peeping Tom to roommates. Fuck. No. Roommates fucking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. I feel like they all shouldn't all include. <laughs> I'm not the main character <laughs> Virgin by any means. Hey, we're doing you a favor. Yeah, you don't have to use all these, but you at give least give me more screen time. Yeah. Virgin youth pastor. Richard, can you imagine that, that episode? Is voyeur. Why'd you say it like that? Voyeur. 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 You said voyeur. it like fucking Randa. Voyeur. 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 Premier. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually voyeur. only read the word. <laughs> voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like Facebook? <laughs> Voyeurism. Voyeurism. Yeah. Okay. Voyeur. All right. Voyeur. Voy- like the French. <laughs> Voyeur. Voyeur. Yeah, I mean, can't you imagine that? I mean, okay, here's one. Okay. Okay. Roommate. Okay, this one's more on the roommates. Okay. The r- roommate falls in love with sort of a, a sports medicine doctor. And. Okay. But their life's. But the roommate's life is a bit of a train wreck. What? (laughs) (laughs) Keep up. Okay, okay, buddy. All right, I get it. Roommates argue over who broke the toilet. That's a good one. That's not bad. Thanks. One of the roommates is approaching 40 and is going through a separation with his wife is why he's living with them. Does she have red hair or blonde hair? She's blonde. Okay. And in the scene, are they like standing next to each other? This is not a scene. Phone? I'm giving a log line <laughs> for the whole episode. Right. I just, Jamal provided so much detail. I don't like. Yeah, Jamal's mm. log lines are a bit excessive. <laughs> uh, but the roommate um, is not happy about being so late in life. Going through this separation of his wife. I mean, this is 40. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, this is what being 40 is like. That's the log line. <laughs> this is 40. That's a log line. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been following what I've been doing here. I've just, all my log lines have been Judd Apatow movies, make them into episodes. <laughs> Not a bad idea. He's one of the greatest filmmakers we have of our time. I feel like going over his blueprints is a great idea. But, that's where I don't know if you caught There's on, no Jamal, James but, but that's why you're a virgin pastor. Right. <laughs> no, I did not catch on. Can you imagine that episode, though? Like all the buddies, like just finding out you're a virgin and then being like, we got to get this guy laid. <laughs> Maybe they could, whack, they could wax your bear. Pretty chest. funny. I'm definitely panicking over here, but pretty funny. I'm definitely, you got a lot of homework to do still. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I only brought up all the appetizers. And honest, honest, honestly, only brought him up because we just watched The King of Staten Island. Oh, you finally did it, huh? Finally did it because I got to give a shout out to Megan. Shout out. Ben. Um, 
they gave us a care package, I guess. Yeah. Like some some AK related paraphernalia to decorate our home with. Paraphernalia. Nice. <laughs> and along with that, she <laughs> my sent, word. She sent uh, a twenty dollar bill with a note that said, "So you could watch one ticket for the King of Staten Island." Yeah. I was with, with a little That's bag awesome. of popcorn. With a bag of popcorn and said, "Like you can drink a spin a spin drift with it." Yeah. I mean, admit one. Very thoughtful. <laughs> I'm wearing my. Yeah. Uh, India pants right now. Oh, yeah. She sent some uh, Thailand pants. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. Thailand, right? Yes. <laughs> Thailand, Thailand pajamas. Pants. Speaking of which, pajamas, pajama bottoms. Pajamas? Pajamas, pajamas. Uh, I got, I definitely ordered Morgan's I say pajamas. pajamas. Yay. I say pajamas. Jordan says pajamas. And we are. I switch back and forth often. because uh, she always will bring up, whichever way I say it doesn't matter. She'll bring up the other way it's impossible mm. not to right well now mm. we're we're one but what do you mean so, so i, I always, always think in pajamas? terms no i'm saying when you say pa- pajamas i'm like i know that you don't say it this way sure because we've argued about pajamas. I, I mean i normally say pajamas because it's i think that's kind of the right way to say it yeah, and you've actually backed it up, backed it up with extensive evidence. I feel because when I first said pajamas in front of her, um, she was, was adamant like, that I was saying fuck? it wrong. That they are pajamas, my, jam jams. My parents always said pajamas, so I guess I just. I feel like it is pajama. It doesn't matter. It's it's either or. Was my <laughs> was my argument trying to get out of being embarrassed that I was saying pajamas and she was trying to tell me I was wrong. Because <laughs> this is a long time ago. Now every, seriously, every single time they've been said in the movie that we've watched, it's always been pajamas. It has been. No one has ever said pajamas. It's, it's, in, it's uncanny, actually. God is real. I mean, I have to pause the movie and look at Morgan with a straight <laughs> face. It is pajamas. I just looked it up. I have to look at her with a straight face every time. I'm glad Jamal thought it. the same thing, though. I think you can I say did. it both ways. It's really it doesn't matter. But I mean, I th- it the way it's written out phonetically, like on Google, is like p a dot j a a dot m u z. Sure, but what I'm saying is you can say it both pajamas. ways. Pajamas. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pajamas because of the lack of two m's. You know that vowel on the I'm other side. I'm not convinced side that J A A means it's pajamas. I think if it was Jaw, they'd put well, J A W or J. Also. Oh, okay, or J A H or like J. I don't know. Right, right, but what's fair? I mean, jamas because people pajamas. are like, oh my, my jammies or my jam jams. So uh-huh. it's like pajamas. Uh, so to me, it doesn't. I wouldn't ever stop someone in their tracks for saying it one way or the other. <laughs> okay, but well. fucking blasphemy. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I definitely bought Morgan's pajamas. Lounge pants. Lounge pants. Thank you. Andy's lounge pants. Appreciate it. Just to close that thread. We- the King of Staten Island. So we watched it. We just we definitely used the money for what it was intended to be used for. And now mm-hmm. it's it's not you can't no longer can't no longer uh, early access rent it you can only buy it. It's cheaper for fourteen ninety nine. So okay. <laughs> so it's you can before you could you had to rent it one time watch for twenty bucks. Now you can own it for fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. So glad I waited, and since it's basically for I mean it's free for me 
I, I it actually, I was paid five dollars <laughs> to buy this movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna send it back, huh? Uh. Well, she also said that I get uh, that I that I get a spindrift. That the ticket was good for a spindrift, um, which I'm not assuming is a spindrift we already own. I mean, come on. So I'm gonna on. use that five dollars to b- go buy some spindrifts. Nice. So one case. So we watched the movie. It's a long movie for it's a comedy. It's a very long movie. I guess movie. most Judd Apatows are long. Uh, the beginning, I'd say it starts off pretty wonky. Yeah, I would agree. But it gets sweet. It gets sweet. The beginning, it just seems it's a little jarring how disjointed the scenes feel. Yeah, I, I would agree with it that. It feels awkward almost. Like I don't know if it just feels like the acting's bad or just everything seems well, like Well, I just didn't know how to feel, you know? Like I didn't know... Right, it's like in other Appetite movies, they do this a lot where it's like they're just going for the joke, but it doesn't really make mm-hmm. a whole lot of sense in the context of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, can we say something funny here? Okay. But they do that right off the bat in this movie a little bit. And I don't know if it's just Pete Davidson's acting, <laughs> but a lot, of, a lot of scenes, he's supposed to act like upset mm-hmm. or whatever, but you don't, I don't buy that he's mad, actually. Yeah, he never looks... He always has like a... Like or whatever that is, whatever. yeah. He's always like half smiling, even when he's like upset. But the movie gets better once Bill Burr enters the picture as mm-hmm. the as the dad to be. He's uh so Pete Davidson's dad dies, um, or has been dead in this movie for like seventeen years. And so his mom decides to start uh, hitting the scene again, the dating scene. No, she doesn't. Well, people are telling her to. Okay. And then Pete Davidson tattoos a kid in the woods, an underage kid in the woods, and then that kid's dad finds out who happens to be Bill Burr, and he comes to the house and starts yelling at him. So that's how they meet. And then he, Bill Burr asks Marissa Tomei out, his mom, uh, to dinner. So then they fall in love, and Pete Davidson's not happy about it. Mm-mm. He's not happy about Bill Burr. Bilber has a very prominent role in this movie, which is fun to see. It's mm-hmm. basically impossible not to see Bill Burr when for me watching yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is fucking Bill Burr. It's not. But whatever. I mean, he doesn't do a bad job or anything. It's almost a lot of the scenes I think he's very funny in. But it's like, I don't know if it's actually funny because it's Bill Burr doing yeah. this. A lot. I mean, he's doing a lot of legwork. He's in lots of scenes. I'd say he's probably like fourth or fifth lead in this movie yeah i would agree with that so that's that's fun aspect of it the movie definitely i think does pick up it uh, as far as like just wanting to see where it goes i guess it yeah, doesn't really go anywhere it doesn't per se basically his life pete's life he's just sort, sort of a loser i feel Dead like beat. they definitely could have cut some oh, time oh, out yeah. of this it's, movie th- this it could have been edited for real. Um, <laughs> like serious time. Yeah, this movie could have been an hour and a half yeah. for sure. How long is it? Two it's and, like a, two half and a half hours. hours. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, it was it was sweet. I didn't not like it, I guess. I mean, it's hard for me to gauge what someone who's just unfamiliar with Pete Davidson would think of this movie uh-huh. you know because you kind of i feel like you have to kind of go into it knowing his life yeah to really feel anything because it's fictional version of his life like his dad died like pete davidson's dad died in 9-11 as a fireman 
Mm-hmm. But this, his dad in this movie uh, died in a house fire or hotel fire. Yeah. Like things like that are changed. His name is Scott. It's, it's a fictional portrayal. I don't know how how much is true about his mom falling in love with a guy that he hated. I don't know if any of that's real or not. But it was like advertised as like his life story kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe in maybe in sort of a B rabbit M&M way. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you didn't know who Pete Davidson w- was and didn't know his backstory, would this at all... Because like the movie, not to... No spoilers or anything, but the last shot of the movie is sort of him in, a, in being kind of hopeful for his future. Like the entire movie, he's not hopeful for his future, what's going to happen. But there's like this moment with the pursuit of happiness by Kid Cudi playing where you feel like he, oh, he's probably has a little bit more hope about his future. He's not going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And he looks up and sort of with a little bit of the New York skyline in the background. He's looking directly the way the perspective is shot is sort of like he's looking right at the Rockefeller Center like destined mm-hmm. to where he ends up Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live but you wouldn't fucking catch that I didn't catch it if you don't know who first of all I mean you have to know what the Rockefeller right I'm not good with cityscapes building looks like mm-hmm. I just but guess I, New York be, every I mean, time that's not and important. I'm right about 50% of the time to me that was just like a little <laughs> nod you know but yeah. the rest of it I don't know I guess to me, it's like if you don't care about Pete Davidson, this movie is kind of—it's not going to be enjoyable. You, I feel like you have to already like him, yeah, to like this movie. If you don't, he's, if you're not he's familiar obnoxious. With him, he is nice to the children, though. He's nice to the children, and there's some funny juxtaposition with just how crazy he looks. Yeah, walking these little cute children to school, but would you wouldn't. First of all, you wouldn't trust him with your kids, which is kind of a joke in the thing, but. In real life, it would go much further yeah. than that as far as, no, this guy is, <laughs> he's tatted up. He looks like he's strung the fuck out. Just like dying on death's Dorby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. If if anybody out there is listening and you don't know who Pete Davidson, I guess I just told you who he is, but it'd be interesting to know. Maybe you have a family member who saw it who didn't know who he was and saw the movie oh, what's their take you know i just i feel like it's it's a tainted movie like 20 years from now are we gonna look back at the king of staten island and be like oh that was a good movie i don't know like generations from now or people who aren't familiar with b davidson at all you can't go back to this movie <laughs> but maybe it's just for its time i don't know but if apatow is the classic filmmaker that we say he is that the classic American then it will filmist, hold. Then I feel like this he should be making movies that live to that level. Anyways, what else have you seen watched anything else, Jamal? Yeah, I watched uh The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. It's pretty good. I remember liking it. I mean I'm a Casey Affleck fan. I remember that being sort of the first movie that I think I saw him in after supporting role in Goodwill Hunting, very small role, but yeah. I remember him doing a good job. Yeah, I didn't even know he was in it. I just knew Brad Pitt was in it from the cover, whatever. Yeah. And uh Brad but Brad Pitt, Sam Rockwell, fucking Jeremy Renner, and then what's his face? I've seen him and he was in Cafe Society briefly. What's his fucking name? His name. I'm trying to think of what else he's been in. 
It's Paul uh, Schneider. Paul Schneider. He, what else is he in? Let's see. He is in Lars and the Real Girl. Lars Ronda and the Real Girl. <laughs> Randa. <laughs> Randa's, pardon me. It was Ronda, and now it's Randa. Is that right? Do I have that right? No. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, but Yeah, Paul, Paul Schneider, I recognize him. I mean, I would have never guessed his name. Yeah, uh, me neither. And seeing his face, I would never, I wouldn't be able to pull a movie that he's been in, because he has... Yeah. It's like I've but like I saw him, seen I mean, him so many things. I, when I saw him in Cafe Society, I was like, I feel like I've seen him in fucking Southern. I definitely have. And then, yeah, no, he's definitely one of those. I mean, actors. God is real. Like the next movie I watched, he's in it. That is a real guy. Like there moment. he is again. I feel like you need one more layer for it to be a real guy moment. Just watching a movie that has the same actor in it twice, there has to be. I mean, the fact that I honed connection. in on him. I honed in on him and was like, where have I seen him before? To me, that just means Paul Schneider And then Schneider the gods gave me, the <laughs> gods bestowed upon me another Paul Schneider. Yeah, but not where you've seen him before. This is a false god. Right, which is even more crazy. False god. No. But anyways, I thought, I thought it was very good. Um, I definitely, that's going to be my movie rental of the week. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. You don't have to type the whole thing. You could just type in The Assassination of Jesse, and you'd probably find it. The ass- um, very the, long you could, title. You could probably watch the first movie that comes up when you type in The Ass, and then tell us uh, how yeah. that movie is. Yeah. Um, and I also watched uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, what'd you think of that? I thought that was pretty good. Um, I mean, it wasn't phenomenal or anything, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I kind of felt the yeah. same way. I feel like maybe I didn't like it as much as you, just from that first initial reaction. I mean, I didn't hate it at all. I thought it was mm-hmm. a fun, enjoyable watch. Yeah, but it felt a little like trying to be like Moonrise Kingdom kind of a vibe. Yeah, um, isn't Sam Rockwell in Moonrise Kingdom? I think so. Who does he play in? Or am I just that? blurring them together that much i don't know uh, doesn't matter but i feel like he maybe i'm thinking of jason schwartzman's character maybe He's not actually in it. he might not be in it i don't know sam rockwell's in so much shit but yeah yeah i mean jojo yeah, rabbit i just i honestly didn't think it was as funny as i think it wa- it was trying to be like i didn't yeah, actually yeah. laugh at a lot of things that i thought it was trying to get me to laugh at yeah same to me, it was more like, oh, this is supposed to be humorous. <laughs> and it's just, but I, was, it, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Taika Watiti, his Kiwi yeah. ass. Maybe it was just, it was, it, <laughs> maybe it was just too Kiwi for me. I don't know. Too, you're, it's a little, it's a little Kiwi. Too Kiwi. Are you doing okay, Morgan? Yeah. Morgan's sleeping over here. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn word. I just closed my... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're recording a pod over I know. There. I know. Okay. I was thinking about my face. <laughs> All right. You and were I thinking about your face? Trying to rest and like relax it. I have like this rash thing that's happening. Yeah, so I think it's just oh, like, you're having like an allergic reaction or something. It might be allergies. Like okay. high, a hive-ish sort of thing going on. Okay. What else did we watch? Rubik's Cube documentary. Uh, the Speed Cubers. Speed Cubers. 
Oh, I saw. It's funny you say that. I feel like I saw. I saw that like suggested on something. Watch it with the family. And I just thought. Yeah, it's a quick. Well, I just thought it was a funny title, and I was almost like I was this close to like taking a picture of it and sending it to you because that was funny. Watch it with the fam. It's just about these kids who solve Rubik's cubes fast, but mainly about the two fastest, Felix and and Max. Mm-hmm. Felix is just this nerdy white kid, and Max is this autistic Asian kid. It's more. It's a lot. Of, so most of it is about how he's basically you know he's straight up love on the spectrum autistic. Yeah. and he's able to do this incredible thing and he holds like all the world records in like the three by three Ruby's cube, the four by four, five by five, six by six, six seven, seven by seven, seven, all the same with one hand. He holds like all the records, which were previously, previously set by Felix who just worked really hard. And he's, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> say he's normal, but he's not autistic. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, but Max goes and he breaks all of Felix's records and Felix is a good, total good sport about it and they become friends and stuff. And it's just, it's just like, oh, this is, this is a sweet thing. We're watching lots of autistic stuff lately. Yeah. I finished watching Indian matchmaking. Finished it. Without Jordan. Chose a wife. Yeah, I said go ahead. Yeah. Um, And then I also watched another whole series um on netflix because sparked by uh our essential oils conversation i watched unwell and what is that which every episode features like a a health trend or like a fad in the healthcare industry and it in it kind of like i don't know there are like several people who are involved in it some you know it depends on what it is right it's like it shows you the range yeah. of of things about it yeah I sat in on one of those episodes, which was about tantra, uh, tantric sex. Oh, which was disgusting. It was super gross. Oh, okay. Everyone talking about the, fucking their yonis and Yoni. stuff. Which is like, what is that? Is it? Did they call it the tantric word or the Punjabi word for <laughs> for pussy? It's just <laughs> you're talking oh, about okay. how spiritual. How pleasurable it can be to fuck with the yoni. <laughs> um, Doesn't that just mean like, like like really slow? Huh? Tan- tantric? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's synonymous with slow, but it's sort of like edging. Like, <laughs> but like, like okay. you're, you're really gotcha. trying to not blow your load right off the B. But yeah. <laughs> um, well, they say multiple times that no one actually knows what tan what tantra is okay yeah. cool yeah what does that even mean yeah no know. one knows what it is but we're all practicing it but so this show as far as i can tell morgan you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah or, go and please bring up the other episodes you've seen but it goes in and it sort of does like a both sides of the story yeah it's sort of like here's uh the science the for it on like why it helps people and then here's a here's how it can be misused and destructive yes and so there's other uh, so That's a great summary, much better than I did. So there's this one couple that was featured very prominently with this big, I have to say, 400-pound man who boils peanuts for a living, mm-hmm. big beard. Cool. and Good head. He has a good face. <laughs> it's so weird that his body looks like a big lump of tar <laughs> ass. And <laughs> basically they go to this, what is she, a sex therapist? Sure. 
I don't know, I guess. A tantric therapist. They just go a, a couple couple counseling style, except to talk about <laughs> how this man was abused. And he looks like a biker. He looks yeah. like a, like he rides Harleys, except he just mm-hmm. wears big black tees, <laughs> like, like 9XL tees. Fucking Punisher Tra- t-shirt. Big <laughs> trash bags on this man. And I mean... He's he cries a lot, nuts. and he yeah this guy and he just cries multiple times, and like he, in all the interview. It's like holy fuck, man, this is not what I expected. Yeah, so she talks to him with his wife there, and then he does this therapy where he's laying on his back, and she just waves his hand over his yoni <laughs> <laughs> and his chest hair, and it's just like, uh-huh. and he's like crying and shit. It's like there's a camera in the room. These people are playing this shit up for the camera. It's, it's the only thing that's running through my head. I'm like, this is all horseshit. Yeah. But like to me, it's like when they talk start talking about like how this is the answer and shit like that. Mm. It gets you closer spiritually to like. Can't you just like you can just you can you can like fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like this right. is okay. Yeah. To not to not pretend like it's more than it is. Mm-hmm. You know, which is what, yeah. what I felt like they were doing, and it goes into the more destructive side where this guy, and this is. I mean, you just obviously know this is where it's going. Yeah. These people who have these retreats that people go to, and of course the guy's like, hey. I we mean, need to get fucked. You, yeah, it's like, let me, I have to open your yoni up. Like it's. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's like. Let me tap into that yoni. It's a sex retreat. It's a tantric retreat. Yeah. Mm. So people go there to fucking bang, man. Like, and they go there to bang, and then. Nice. So people are banging and boning. But for some reason, and I cannot understand this, and I, I'm not saying this is, they're dumb for doing this, but I'm just saying it's interesting that a lot of people who have yep. had um, sexual abuse in the past mm-hmm. decide that they like they would want to go on these sorts of retreats mm-hmm. to sort of, I guess, in their mind to like reopen their sexuality and become more open to yoniness. Yeah, like, I mean, I think it's like mm-hmm. a leap of, like, courage almost, or like, like, hey, I, like, yeah. I'm gonna try and redefine this part of myself that has yeah. been so based right, in like that's been tainted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, try to find a way of cleansing it. I mean, I, mean, makes, I, I mean, don't really sense, know, I but I would yeah. agree. Or there's just a lot more abused people than you would imagine, and and this guy is an expert at picking them out once they get on site. (laughs) Yeah, so then I guess it just becomes pressure, and the guy's like, if you really want to be open sexually, then please touch my libidum, which is (laughs) his cock, I guess. No, no, it's it's your yoni and your... your... Libidum or something. No, man, it's something something close to yoni, but different. That means yangy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah so so my hanging yangy so it goes over some of those fucking instances where the guy was a total creep and pressured yeah i mean this is one episode this is not what the show is about so like the first one this is one episode i saw is about essential oils the second one is a tantric sex then there's one about breast milk then there's one about ayahuasca how's that one let's talk about the ayahuasca ayahuasca is good um, 100% good? Oh, no. There was one woman who had a seizure. And she was kind of bummed. Um, and then... 
<laughs> that was the worst of it? Yeah, I mean, she was fine. She was upset that she had to pay hospital bills, but... Um, oh, but she left. Another guy oh, died. I think you meant, when you said she was boned, I thought you meant, like, for life. No, no, no. Another guy yeah, died. she's just sort of boned. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't talk Fresh to him because sort of he suck. was dead. He died in the past. Um, oh, right, right, of course. But they were like, it's his fault because he fucking lied to us, so... Yeah. Mm. Other than that, yeah, like they go to Peru. They start off there. Some cool, super dope to watch on the OLED. Some uh, some nature shots. Uh, and then they basically interview almost exclusively addicts who are like, my life was shit. And then I was saved by ayahuasca, which is hilarious. It's just like, it's like, okay. <laughs> for now <laughs> um or whatever i mean i don't know it's just highly suspicious uh, that like you've had just a terrible life due to addiction and then a drug like a very intense drug is what solves your problem i don't doubt it i just it's yeah. very odd to me yeah i feel like some people that might work but uh yeah to be like here's a cure-all yeah this will work for everybody yeah yeah anyway uh, so they talk about how their lives are changed, and now they, instead of whatever they did before, they drive to Florida every weekend to do their ayahuasca sessions Dope. at the church. And you can do it at the church because it's like for a religious purpose or something. They explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this one woman who has this crazy disease, some sort of like skin hardening disease, and she can't walk and stuff. And then... Uh, she does ayahuasca sixty five times, and now she can walk again. Holy fuck! <laughs> that was the fucking that was the prescription. That was the magic number. No, she just tried it sixty five times. Yeah, she got better progressively. Oh, I was like, she's like <laughs> oh, yeah. I swear this next one's like, gonna do bam! it. Yeah, no, she was on to something. Okay, but it sounds fucking terrible. This purging <laughs> situation is vomiting pretty much. Like the hardest you've ever vomited for. Three yeah, it sounds hours. like it, it just sounds yeah. like it smells really yeah. bad in those ayahuasca heads. Yeah, but I mean, it, from also what it sounds like, you are not in your right mind. So I would imagine it almost like doesn't bother you that much, or at least not in the same way. Right. Like you're in such an altered state of consciousness. I feel like that it bothers like, you. Ooh, it's harder. Kind of gross in here right now. Like I feel like you almost have bigger fears going on at the time, more monumental things you're facing. Of course. Just wouldn't want to be the shaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm hella down to dry ayahuasca at one point, but but so you, so then there's also that episode of fasting too. Oh, fasting! That fasting was, was that was my episode. favorite one probably because I'm interested in. I I would do intermittent fasting. I mean, I just fast. walked in and, and it was showing a guy who fasted for 31 days and then died because he walked down a fucking stairwell <laughs> or something. Yeah, but, you know, like, yeah oh, that God. happened. Because um, they do those medically supervised fasts where you do like water only fasts for uh, yeah like a month. And it's just insane. And then it didn't bode well when they asked the uh, instructor guy. The guy running the retreat, the fasting yeah. retreat. She's like, so what sort of vital signs would you look oh, for yeah, to stop I... doing the fast? Like this, it's getting serious. And the guy's answer was, well, most things when you start, your body starts to react, like your b- blood pressure goes up or 
where your, your pulse, pulse starts is racing. Really like high. most it's of that fine. sort of stuff, you just have to sort of wait and see. Like you just yeah. just wait, and then the sort of stuff just heals itself. Yeah, it's just like, so it's like that okay. was not the question. Homie. At what point do we? Yeah, that's not the point. Okay, we get it. What is the point yeah. at which you would actually help me medically, <laughs> not just be like, just don't eat is is the answer to this problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun show. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was a you know play in the background type of a show. Word. Is it on Netflix or what? Yeah, Netflix. Check it out. It's a big streaming service, which our new remote for our TV actually has a Netflix button on it. Pretty cool. Ooh, I don't oh, like shit. our new remote. The new remote's a little whack, but we'll get used to it. <laughs> it's for. It's not going to be in the bedroom anyway. It's going to be in the living room. Oh, okay. What does that mean to me? Still to me, it house. just doesn't. It feels uncomfortable Still remote because it's in the. It's like in the bedroom. Okay. Put it in a different setting. Better remote. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Cool. I think it's time for Reed Fellas, R-E-A-D. Oh. And yeah. this past week I read the third installment of the Dark Tower series, The Wastelands. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was probably my least favorite of the three. Okay. I feel like it's more of a setup. To me, this, this, this whole series has given me lost vibes. It's like bringing up lots of intriguing things, you know, like, yeah. uh yeah. Which I think like maybe it'll stick the landing, I hope, but it, it does feel like uh, making it up as I go sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like here's some here's why why is this happening? Why are yeah. there other New York we City things know. happening happening in this weird world? <laughs> uh and uh so to me it was just a little bit more flying by the seat of his pants on this one. Mhm. But it's, I'm still intrigued. I'm still not uh, giving up on it. I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but it was just definitely uh, the most like all right, one out of out of the yeah. first three. So before I get to the fourth one, I'm going to read the stand first, which is Stephen King's lifeguard, if you will, his <laughs> magnum opus. <laughs> uh, which is like a huge. It's like over 1,200 pages. Uh, but that's not what I'm reading. You know what next. it's about? It's about a it's a pandemic book. <clears throat> oh, but that's all I know, and that's all I want to know. And the reason why I picked it is because yeah. everyone knows most of Stephen King's stories. Like they're all so popular. Yeah, been made to movies. And I was like, oh, The Stand is like one of the, his most popular book form stories. Like everyone loves The Stand. Like it's very highly reviewed. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been like a fucking adaptation of it that's been popular. And mm. so it's like, okay, I don't know anything about this. This will be an interesting one to read as opposed to like trying to read Carrie or <laughs> The Shining right. or It. So I'm excited to read that. However, I did just find out that they're making a big CBS series out, out of it. Like it's been oh, shot okay. and it's about to be released, but there's no release date for it yet. So I'm sure I'll probably read it before the show comes, but it's on CBS, so it's probably going to be shitty anyway. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a fucking pandemic book adapted into onto CBS <laughs> network television. Pretty network. cool. Oh, we get TV in our on our new TV. Oh my we God. watched fucking no, deal. It's, no not, deal. it's not real TV. We don't, I don't know I don't what know it is. What wave, satellite TV or something? Yeah, I don't know what radio wave these fucking these shows are coming in on. But there's a deal or no deal channel. 
So uh-huh. just around the clock, deal or no deal. What? I watched America's Test Kitchen. There's just shows that aren't, there are channels that don't exist if you buy TV for <laughs> real. They're just like. It's kind of cool though. They're like limbo channels. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's like, oh, if you don't have anything, if you don't own any subscriptions, if you haven't bought anything You can at watch all, this shit. You can buy an OLED TV, the most. Here's the noise of Technologically TV. advanced TV to watch the, right. <laughs> the most cheapest produced bullshit TV. <laughs> Yeah. In existence. It comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> Built in. Built in. Word. Still in reading. Um, yeah. Have you finished your True Grit book? I have finished True Grit. Oh. Dang, homie. Can't wait for you to send me my copy. <laughs> yeah. I'll mail it to you, buddy. Uh, fucking, I, it was, uh, it was decent. It was definitely decent. And it'd been a long time since I've seen the movie, so I didn't really remember what the story was, like, where it went. So that was nice. Even when I finished it, I was like, I don't remember that shit happening. So that's cool. So now I kind of want to watch the movie. And that's what led me to, we, uh, to fucking watching, uh, The Assassination of Jesse James by the, uh, the coward Robert Ford. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was in the mood for a Western. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. I liked it. Uh, I think next on my list is going to be uh, Rant. Nice. Definitely read Rant. I think. I was going to ask you guys about if you've read any of his other stuff. To follow stuff. I've yeah. read... Um, oh, shit. No, I can't think of the names of them. <laughs> Choke. We both read Choke. Choke, but was the one where uh-huh. the, it's like something about the poetry book? Lullaby? Lullaby. Thank you. Uh yeah, choke lullaby. I think I read, that might be it. I read Survivor. Rant is my favorite out of all of them. Choke is worth it. I mean, mm-hmm. the movie Choke, I think, is bad in comparison to the mm-hmm. book. The book is good. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't read Fight Club because the movie's good. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Right. He's a wacky dude. There's a a fucking uh here at at. Ian and Nicole's, they have a couple of Chuck's books just lying around. Oh, yeah? Uh, Which ones? They used to be like Jaden's or something. There's Invisible Monsters and Haunted, which I've never heard of either of. I was going to ask you if you had read them. Yeah, I haven't read. I haven't read either of those. Okay. Dive in. (laughs) (laughs) We all have read different Chuck Palahniuk books. Yeah. (laughs) He's got quite a few. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool. Right on, man. God, Staying on top of it. Yeah. Proud of you. What about you, Morgan? Anything? I've not read anything. (laughs) I've not read anything again this week. I've been, yeah, I just had like other stuff going on. I mean, in line with like last week's title. Yeah. Impressed or depressed. I mean, I'm feeling a little depressed just because I spent so much time of just consuming true grit and like just trying to get through it not that i wasn't enjoying it but just like i I wanted to meet the goal of finishing it the best advice i repeat this advice all the time jordan will know exactly what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. the best advice i ever heard was from sam harris believe it or not and he said (laughs) he this rang so true with me because like i always feel obligated like, I have some sort of obligation to finish a book once I start it. 
And he's like, there's uh-huh. so many things that I want to read and so much good content. Like, if you don't like a book, abandon it. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that is true. Never considered that. Now, granted, yours is a little different because you made that deal with Danica and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she's read about 20 pages. And <laughs> shows no signs of finishing it. But so, I mean, it just, it, it was like literally plan. something that had never occurred to me. Um, as like, sure. I like I needed someone to give me permission to do that. Right, right, right. Uh, and I was like, okay, on board. It doesn't make me a bad person, huh? I, I feel like he's completely right when it comes to if you don't like a book, definitely stop reading it. If it's, especially if you're just going to feel like you have to finish it. And so that book is just going to sit next to you and collect dust and prevent you from continuing to read because it's like a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Right. To, and makes you feel like shit. Yeah. It's better to discard if you, if it allows you to then move forward with the reading. Mm-hmm. The one thing I feel like you shouldn't do is cease the read. <laughs> but, uh, right. I also feel like you should, especially when you're just starting to read. You probably should just fucking get through Push it. through. Yeah. Pick something that you enjoy. Yeah, because you Pick need to develop you... a taste. Exactly. Pick yeah. something that you will most likely mm-hmm. enjoy. Like, don't just dive into something heavy or hard or something. Right. Or uninteresting. You need to date around, as they would say. Exactly. But you should probably, definitely, the first couple books, pick something that we you- should get married a few times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, pick something <laughs> that you know you'll enjoy. And if you feel like you're not enjoying it, I feel like that's just- that's just a muscle you need to build of not reading a lot. Like that's that's your phone yeah. talking to you. That's mm. like you're being distracted. Mm-hmm. It's hard to read, not because you're bored of the book. It's because you need to train your mind to settle into a book. Interesting because, perspective. Because you've had so much. Yeah. But from, from Sam's perspective, he's a fucking expert reader. He's read everything. Mm-hmm. He can read everything. So for him to be like, oh, I'm reading a book I'm not interested in. It's like once you've built that taste up, once you have like a solid foundation yeah. of reading, which I would say I have, yeah. Then you I mean, can, I was skeptical about True Grit for the first like fifty pages. I was like, this is not very interesting. <laughs> but then uh, after that point, I was like, okay, no, I I'm invested. Never... Where people usually say like twenty pages if it doesn't grab you in twenty pages. Like, that's way too. Few. That's that seems soon. That seems way soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'd say fifty. I'd give it fifty. Um, I would never in a million years choose to read True Grit, but I'm not into Westerns, so it's like the the, <laughs> the, the choice of like itself is is baffling to me for many reasons. You like Westerns, then you'll love the Dark Tower series. <laughs> it is Yeah, no thank you. But it's based on Western. I mean, that's he got the inspiration from watching Clint Eastwood movies. It's like Clint Eastwood meets Lord of the Rings. All right, that's the podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, Thank you. I'm going to quit talking. I'm going to put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated.